anything that's worth having takes hard work, right? Come on, man. So any relationships where there's real trust takes real investment over the mm. long haul. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen over that first lunch meeting <laughs> or first coffee meeting. Right. Uh, or maybe the 10th or 15th for that matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, like those, those lifelong friends you have, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't happen overnight, you know? Yeah. So, so don't expect like the, the, um, the, uh, the microwave version of relationships, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, that only think, happens in a 90 minute movie, come right? On, <laughs> come <laughs> so, on, man. In real life. <laughs> well, see, like, I think that some people just, you know, they're expecting, you know, well, we expect oftentimes because I've been guilty of it too. Sure, yeah, it's me like too. you know, if we don't if we don't click right away, yeah, then sure. it's almost like, well, uh, that's not worth pursuing. Yeah, but that's such a, a very um, um, ungodly way to look at that. That's true, man. Because man, just think about all the times God has pursued you and you and God didn't click right away. What if you would have stopped pursuing? You better pre- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Multi Ethnic Gospel Approach Podcast. What's up, good people? Welcome back to the Mega Podcast, a multi-ethnic gospel approach where we focus on uh, or we discuss all things multi-ethnic and we focus on gospel-centered diversity. That's right. So, as always, I'm here with my guy, Micah Gaston, and man, we have been having some phenomenal conversation um, about building cross-cultural relationship r- relationships. Can't talk today, apparently. But uh, anyway, <laughs> relationships. <laughs> um, and so, as we kind of just continue um, along this roadmap, as we talked about, right? This That's this right. this roadmap. Um, yeah, we we got another thing that we feel like would be very important um, for this conversation, and just another thing to keep in mind. And so, we want to talk a little bit about trust today. And so, um, as we have for the past couple of episodes, I'm gonna hand it over to Michael Gaston. Let him uh, uh, drive a little bit, you know what I'm saying, and uh, and do his thing. And then I'm, I'm going to try to chime in, you know, whenever I get a download or something, you know. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we've kind of been unpacking over these last you know, three conversations this idea of that roadmap. Yeah. Uh, and, and, we, and we said it, it looks like, you know, several stops along the way. Uh, and this is like you brought out, you know, a very, very a good insight last time in the sense that it's not like a, a place of arrival yeah. uh, that you on the roadmap, rather it's a continuum of a journey. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so we're just trying to highlight what are some of the, the interstates that get you there? You know oh, what I mean? Man. Like uh, and so we've talked about those different things. And so we talked about how, uh, first of all, is understanding mm-hmm. and how relationally often what's common for us is whenever we encounter Something that is not a cultural norm is that we tend to distance ourselves mm-hmm. because it is not normal to us and we feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And so we talked about the intentionality of leaning in uh, and understanding cultural mm-hmm. distinctions. It doesn't mean you have to become like a brother or sister that has a different perspective. Yeah. It just means you understand mm-hmm. the. we talked about the whole iceberg, right? Right. Of rather than just seeing the... 13% or so that's above the surface mm-hmm. making judgments about that, yeah. digging into the 80-plus percent underneath the surface to the right. why behind the what of why that's a cultural norm right. for somebody right. and seeking to understand. Come on, man. It's very important because the Bible says, in all that getting, get understanding. That's right, man. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So that's a biblical wisdom, principle. right? Yeah. Wisdom means that you're seeking to apply knowledge. Yeah. You gain the knowledge to seek to apply this understanding. Absolutely. Right? 
spot on, right? So that's understanding, right? Yes, sir. And then we talked about the second part, which is just you know seeking to con- you know um, you know as you're connecting your as you're connecting whether that's our first step. Actually, I got it order connecting. So that means first of all, so just to backtrack a little bit, that means stepping across and getting outside that cultural norm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stats across, you know, different categories we could unpack about the fact that, you know, 80 plus percent of people don't know somebody uh, that votes differently than them Mm -hmm. in an intimate way that you could ask deep questions with. And you may work beside somebody. For sure. You've never had any conversation about who won the football game Sunday or something like that, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But I mean, it's not like a deep relationship. So really know somebody like, you know, uh, you know, like things that matter to them. You know, the name of some of their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. and what, they, and what their age and stage in life mm-hmm. and those, some of those sort of things. like, yeah. um, And so stepping outside that cultural bubble, that's connecting. That's step one. That's mm-hmm. that's identifying relationships that we can either establish or increase yeah. the the depth of them, yeah. right? But then understanding, that's what that depth of going below the surface looks like, yeah. that surface uh, connection we have with people that have a different cultural norm than us. But then we also talked a, a little bit last time about celebrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that celebrating uh, is a different cultural practice than assimilating, right? It's not. Mm. It's not saying let me teach you what I do and why. Mm-hmm. It's saying let me understand what you do and why. Yeah. For the sake of understanding and celebrating, you have a different cultural identity right. than me. Right. Uh, and recognizing that God created diversity, and that cultural distinctions are not a bad thing; they're actually yeah. a good thing, a God designed yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, that were pre the fall, right? Yeah. Diversity was pre fall. Come on. Uh, and so being able yeah. to see those unique things and say, man, that's beautiful that that's, mm-hmm. that's your experience. And that's why you do what you do because that's a, uh, something that's normative. Yeah. Uh, and saying, well, I do it this way and that's okay. You do it a different way and now I understand right. why you do right. it a different way. Right. And there's, a, there's one thing I would love for us to understand. As we're having this conversation, is that this isn't a one-sided thing sure. where you're the only one pursuing. That's right. You know, um, that's good. E- even though everybody should take it upon themselves to pursue one another. Sure. Um, but there should be some reciprocity there, where you're not only aiming to understand them, but they're aiming to understand you, and you're aiming to allow them space to understand, um, and so allow them the same grace you would want to have. You know, in, in this yeah. process, um, and likewise for the other person, and so. <clears throat> because the, in my mind, like as I'm kind of viewing, it, if I can paint this picture, if we're pursuing one another, you know, the right way, there should be this beautiful collision that happens. Yeah. You know, where we meet in the middle and something special happens in that moment, you know, sure. as far as relationship building, um, learning each other, um, you know, encouraging one another, you know, helping one another to understand things that we didn't understand before. That's right. And so there should be a, a really beautiful collision, if I could just say it like that. That yeah. happens. Beautiful collision. A beautiful collision. Get it. Yeah. You know beautiful collision. I love that. Um, so it's, and I, I think that's the beautiful thing where when you really get to the the koinonia, that Greek New Testament Come on, term, Doc. Uh, for fellowship, right? Yeah. And there's there's like, what, 50 different commands in the New Testament that have a one another uh, phraseology in them about mm. how we do relationships in the body. Wow. Yeah. Very few of those. In fact, almost none of those are response to ethnic differences mm-hmm. what does that say that means the gospel is bigger than ethnic differences yeah yeah that means that our deep love and affection for one another yeah. is given by our birth into the family of god that's so good. it is a supernatural umbilical cord if you will <laughs> that ties us together not a natural uh, connectivity through affinity of practices called culture yeah yeah 
And so Oof. let's just call it what it is. In our churches and globally, if we're not careful, we very easily make culture bigger than the gospel. And what's that? Idolatry. Idolatry. That's idolatry, worst. right? <laughs> the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus yeah. is what defines the people of God. Yeah. Not a set of practices by which we feel normal. Sure. Yeah. Uh, big. And so, and, and, and please don't mishear me. I'm not trying to attack uh, anyone listening to the podcast, whatever church you're part of. That same statement is a is a declarative statement of the function and role of the Church of Three Circle Midtown. Mm-hmm. Every bit of that applies to us. Yeah. So that is not uh, that is not uh, an attack. That is simply sure. a what is our mission, right? Yeah. To tell people about the good news of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? And that He came for all people, right? Yes, sir. The world. <laughs> yeah. You know, for God so loved the world. That yeah. is a collective statement about Jesus' death for humanity. Yeah. And his love for humanity. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I think I think just so we're talking and kind of trying to unpack a little bit today of this idea of of trust. Yeah. Um, and how does trust happen? Because because really, if we talk about well, what is the goal? If we did say that there is a definitely a destination you want to get to, although it's a process and it'll take all of your life. Yeah. I think the goal of this what is trust. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and all of be. us all of us know. Do what now? I say it has to be. Yeah. You know, if there's no trust, man, there's going to be some trust issues. Yeah. So there's was, no real relationship if there's not trust. Right. right? I was telling uh, my, our students here, because uh, I'm a student pastor here at, at Midtown, and I was telling them, man, the only reason why we have this thing called trust issues is because we actually want to trust people. Yeah. And we've been hurt in the process, you know, just throughout life. Uh, we've been disappointed. You know, we've been lied to. We have been, you know, uh, just bamboozled, you know, and so... Because of those instances and experiences, you know, we have these things called trust issues where we want to trust people, but we can't because we've been scarred from, sure. you know, lending our trust to them before. Yeah. And so we have to understand that, you know, uh, God created us to have companionship and to have people in our lives Absolutely. that we can trust, which is why, again, which is the only reason why trust issues even exist, because we intrinsically we want to trust someone. That's right. You know, so, Absolutely. Yeah. so we have to. We have to not only earn it, but we have to um, handle trust with with intentional care. Because sure. if we're unintentional with it, we become careless, and then that's when people begin to get hurt and trust issues start yeah. to form again. So, For sure, yeah. And and I mean, and we're we're loading on here at the end, you know, talking about trust as the, you know. Uh, destination we're aiming for absolutely but recognizing until you uncover you know some of who you are yeah and reveal some of who you are on a deep level where trust can begin to mm-hmm. to form uh multi-ethnic relationships won't happen yeah. right and, and, and we keep coming back to this but i think any relationship this deep is a starting point for this conversation it's like my wife and i right mm-hmm. um the basis for which we really know one another is based upon you know ex- it, um, letting one another see who we are on a deep level, yeah. Um, and, and risk, right? There's risk in that, yeah. Of putting yourself out there, right. which love can even happen. Real connection can happen. Yeah, for I'm sure. Not just talking about romantically. I'm talking about to really love another person. Yeah. You have to know another person. Right. 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 Um, and so and so, I, I think that in this whole, you know, um, process of building multi-ethnic relationships, that trust uh, is the both the end goal in mind, 
um, but it's also the building blocks of how the process keeps going. Absolutely. Right. Of how I'm getting beneath the surface level of connection. Right. Of seeking, you know, understanding, celebration, all those things are both um, laying forth who I am in that conversation. Like you mm -hmm. said, that reciprocity. Yeah. But also receiving that from another person to where uh, I'm trustworthy, to where they yeah. know that they're they're not a project to me. Come on. That I'm seeking to expand my cultural bubble. I yeah. really want to know my brother and sister yeah. who has a different background and know them deeply and love That's them good. deeply. That's good. And, and, and that trust, I think, is so much to turn this idea again and again. If the relational table of gospel conversation, yeah. a multi-ethnic gospel conversation, to where we have to make it very clear from the get from the outset and repeatedly to say um, that I am at this table in relationship with you. We are bound together by the blood of Jesus. Yeah. We are brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ coming yeah. from different backgrounds. Absolutely. Uh, and I am not leaving this table. Right. Uh, and so I'm seeking to understand and mm. walk with. Uh, and know you, uh, and be known. Yeah. Um. To where you know real relationships will happen as they cross that bridge of trust, where mm. the exchange of who we are crosses yeah. that bridge of trust. Yeah. Um. Because some of these deep things we talked about, the conflicts can be part of this. Mm -hmm. I think there could be things we that we don't agree about along here, and that's yeah. okay. I think that conflict survives because of trust, right? Come on, man. That's to where good. we can agree to disagree and yeah. know that my brother or sister, where they know that I love them and they're not the enemy, although we agree right. to disagree. Right. It's like often in marriage counseling, I say, I say to couples that are having conflict issues, and I say to them, look, healthy conflict looks like I stop attacking my spouse yeah. about a disagreement and we identify the issue and put it on the table and attack the issue. Mm hmm. Because right. my wife is not the enemy. Right. The issue which we're addressing is That's what needs good, to be man. resolved. Yeah. Because we're not on we're not on different teams, right? Right. We're on the same you know? team. I mean, how mad would you be, you know, at watching your favorite team if the running back said, Nah, I'm gonna run this way for a touchdown, right? I'm gonna do my thing. <laughs> right. No, right. So we're on the same <laughs> team. Problem, so we're both trying to go this way, yeah, right? For sure. uh, and so we're in this thing together. And so yeah. we're not attacking one another. No, we're cooperating to focus on the issue. That's good, man. That's good. And so trust-centered relationships focus on saying, what is the issue? What are this? What's the issue here? Yeah. And set the issue on the table and say, how can we address this thing? Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and I think whenever your brother or sister coming from a different perspective sees that you love them and you want to seek understanding, that's where trust can happen. Absolutely. That's a big, that's a big step, too, like to understand – that the person who is pursuing me, that they're not pursuing me just to check check a box. Oh, man, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it just makes so much of a difference when it's an authentic and organic pursuit. Yeah. And it's something because it's something that, you, like, that person feels like, hey, I really want to do. I don't want to feel like something that, you know, you just need to get done because you were convicted about something. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. and nobody should feel like that. Like, yeah. it, like relationship is a beautiful thing. And so it's a privilege. Relationship in itself is a privilege. That's right. And so we need to treat it as such. It's not something that that's a uh, that's a homework assignment. That's good, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but it should be something that, man, we are passionately pursuing, you know, through every relationship that we have, you know, from, you know, our spouses to our kids, to our friends, to our coworkers, to, you know, to anybody that God allows us to to be able to connect with and start to, you know, go through those steps of connecting and understanding and celebrating right. sure. and trusting um, because it doesn't just stop there. Right. Like we have to do this over again. Like we have to press, you know, repeat, you know, or replay right. on this process. Yeah. Every time we begin to build a new 
a new uh, relationship. But then even, too, with that one relationship, you have to press replay on that again sure. to go even deeper because there are levels to this. There are levels levels to relationship building, as, as you stated earlier. Yeah, you know, There's a level of, of, again, not focusing on the romantic aspect of it, but there's a level of intimacy that happens. Sure. When you're getting to know somebody, you begin to, to know the ins and outs of who they are. And then, man, it just... It's a beautiful thing. So that's 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 the whole point. It's a beautiful thing, and you have to you know handle it with care because once you violate man trust, trust is a very thing. It's a very hard thing to earn, and it's a very easy thing to lose. Yeah, it's a very hard thing to earn, a very easy thing to lose. And so if you don't handle it with care, it can be detrimental to that relationship building um, process and to the person that you were pursuing if you don't handle it with care. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I love how you said it. That's so very true in any relationship uh, of how, you know, it is, it is, man, uh, an inch, an inch at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I mean, you can, you can take years to earn what you can lose in a moment. Facts. Uh, and it's so sad. it is, it is very sad. Um, but how intentional we have to be, right? With things that matter, right? For sure. Um, you know, <laughs> You know, it's like it's like uh, um, you know the uh, uh, when you have little kids and like they're handling something of value. You know, mm-hmm. I remember like the first time my son like you know uh, brought me my phone. Like he's like bringing it across the room or whatever, and I just got this new phone or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, son, let me. You better carry that thing in both hands, right? Right. Uh, so uh, and uh, that's trivial, but they're expensive, right? So, yeah. um, but it's a whole idea of you know something that's valuable. You take intentional care. To make sure it doesn't get doesn't get harm, you know. For sure. Um, For sure. And so uh, things that matter, uh, and I. But I think that relationally, not only is there that intentional care to recognize that uh, trust comes with much endeavor and can be lost very easily, um, but I also think that when we we talk about trust and multi ethnic relationships, I think we need to understand that there's there's history there. Mm-hmm. There's history there in the sense of. Um, you know, it's like I talk about with people in, in leadership that trust can be can can't be demanded; it can only be earned. Yeah. Uh, and so I think as we're having this conversation, particularly as we're branching out, getting to outside of our cultural bubble and norm, um, like you have to be willing um, to do relationship with people and take it at the at a pace that they're comfortable with. Oh, absolutely. And I know we talked with this in some of our earlier episodes, but I yeah. mean. Um, you can't demand that someone trusts you. Come on. You can only make yourself available to be trustworthy. Yeah. Right? And, and prove that you, like you said, that person's not a project to you, mm-hmm. that it's a privilege Yeah, uh, to be able to have the opportunity to get to know them better Yeah, uh, and understand them better yeah. uh, and extend the grace and love to Jesus that we have received extravagantly back right. to your brother or sister in Christ. Yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, being willing to um, like anything that's worth having takes hard work, right? Come on, man. So any relationships where there's real trust takes real investment over the mm. long haul. Yeah. That's probably not going to happen over that first lunch meeting <laughs> or first coffee meeting. Right. And, uh, or maybe the 10th or 15th for that matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, like those, those lifelong friends you have, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't happen overnight, you know? Yeah. So, so don't expect like the, the, um, the uh, the microwave version of relationships, right. you know, yeah, uh, that think, only happens in a ninety minute movie, come right? On, <laughs> come <laughs> so, on, man. In real life, <laughs> well, see, like I think that some people just, you know, they're expecting, 
you know, w- w- well, we expect oftentimes because I've been guilty of it too. Sure, yeah, it's like too. you know, if we don't if we don't click right away, yeah, then sure. it's almost like, well, uh, that's not worth pursuing. Yeah, but that's such a, a very um, um, ungodly way to look at that. That's true, man. Because man, just think about all the times God has pursued you and you and God didn't click right away. What if you would have stopped pursuing? You better preach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like sure. it's just those like little things, those little reminders, just kind of keep you on your toes a, l- a little bit, right? It's like everything's not going to happen right away. Yeah. But does it mean that you can't continue to pursue? The other thing I was thinking about is, you know, we have different objects, right? And I do feel like there's a certain level of objectivity that we ought to have going into relationship building because we have to treat, you know, each instance like its own thing, right? each relationship case by case basis. And so there are certain objects that we can carry a little uh, less or like, let's say if we have a glass, you know, a a, a cup or glass, whatever, we're going to carry that with extreme care because we understand if it, if it falls or bumps against something, it can potentially break. Right. But if we have a plastic cup or something made made out of a different material, like a thermal, uh, or t- what is that? A tumbler? bounce this thing off the wall, uh, and it'll <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to bounce somebody off the wall, but you know, you get the, you get the. Hopefully not, right? You yeah, know, right. I mean, some people you feel like that. We're sometimes. not wrestling the name of Jesus. I don't think. <laughs> but you have different things that where you just handle them differently, sure, because you understand, man. This can this can take the weathering, but this can't. Sure. You know, and sure. so you have to understand who you're like, the person, the personality, uh, the history, as you said, yeah. because certain history has made for some for some people, certain history has made them fragile. Sure. You know, and um, it's a very uh, it's a very sensitive thing sure. with some people and to where you'll say something in jest, you know, just playing around. That could be a real trigger point. Sure. For that person, which you'll never know until you begin to get to know them a little more. Sure. You know what I mean? And so we just have to be mindful. And I said all that to say this. We just have to be mindful of how we're handling each person. And we can't, you know, just take this instance here and copy and paste it over here because it's not going to always work like that. It's not going to always work like that. We have to take it case by case basis and obviously keeping the the Bible as the as the foundation for how we deal with people. Sure. You know how we interact with people, and how we love on people. Because that that in itself, you know, loving on people is it's not about loving on people how you want to love on them, but it's how they they want to be loved. That's right. And more important, most importantly, how God wants us to love them. That's right. You know. So yeah, yeah. And and so, I and go ahead. No, that was a real roundabout way to just say say that last statement. Yeah. So yeah. And, and I think I think being able to um, <clears throat> to recognize those those nuances. Yeah. Um. And to where a person, a person gets that that you are understanding them mm-hmm. and adjusting your course, adjusting your interactions yeah. based upon the understanding you've gained. Yeah. Right. So, so for instance, in my wife and I's relationship, um, you know, conversations we have now they better not sound like conversations we had ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Come right? on Because the level of intimacy and understanding has yeah. advanced at this stage. Yeah. To where I can say certain phrases mm-hmm. or do certain things based upon yeah. I already know her like or dislike right. on this matter, right? Yeah. Because we've dialogued about it enough that I get it. You know right. what I mean? Right. There are things that I'm not going to say or not going to do on, because man. I know that too, right? right. And vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Uh, and so I think I think that that aids in the in the growth of trust and yeah. that person seeing. Um, that I am making an effort to based upon my understanding, yeah, to love them well, yeah, right. 
So sure. I'm saying, oh, well, make a note like that offended him. I won't do that again. To apologize, sure. own it, and not do it again. Yeah, and do something different next time. Yeah, uh, and to and to be able to say, oh, well, um, you know, be able to um, affirm and celebrate some of those things and respond uh, in a way that uh, um, that shows uh, that I value that difference. That's so, good. so I'll give you, for instance, uh, my wife and I are very different in the sense that I am a doer, right? So there's a joke on our staff and teams around here about the fact that I'm always uh, active, right? I got the Speedy mm-hmm. Gonzalez Award recently, yeah, huh. right? Because uh, I'm always that doing it fast. Enneagram three, getting busy, right? <laughs> doing something. <laughs> so, um, so adjusting uh, to how I do things in relationship to uh, my wife, who is much more. Uh, methodical and intentional she's more of a planner and i'm a doer yeah. uh and so i could either be frustrated by that or i can adjust and experience um the strength of that diversity right yeah so it used to be whenever we put up a, a ceiling fan at the house it used to be a fight right because mm. it'd be like can we just put the ceiling fan up already like i'm reading the instructions <laughs> um and so i used to be frustrated about that but yeah. now i get it and i'm like you know what why don't you read the instructions i'm gonna take down the broken ceiling fan yeah because uh, I can do that without instructions. And when we get finished, you know, we can put this thing together and put right. it up. Yeah. So rather than it being an opportunity to fight because there's a difference in approach, yeah. it's an opportunity to work together to get the thing done. For sure. Right? For sure. Uh, and so adjusting based upon conversations to knowing who that person is and their cultural norms yeah, man. means that we can then, like you said, work together and experience the beauty yeah. of people coming from different cultural perspectives living yeah. in this kingdom thing together Come on, man. which is how God designed it because I think yeah. all of our cultures have inherent strengths that are weaknesses in other cultures that when they come together it's like a symphony right absolutely it's like a symphony like we all laugh at the Will Ferrell <laughs> skit where he's like more cowbell right because that should not have the predominant role right <laughs> uh, that is a small part of a yeah. bigger musical arrangement Come right? on, man. and I'm getting, out of, I'm getting out of my depth here because I'm not <laughs> a musical guy but I know enough to know that right I did play percussion in the middle right. school band and so yeah. I knew whenever I was not in my lane whenever the band director was like whoa 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 this is not a drum solo <laughs> right, right? This is a trumpet solo. Yeah. Like you need to get in your oh, lane. Man. Yeah. You know, and so so being able to know that it is in the diversity of that arrangement in which the beauty of symphony happens. Yeah. Uh, in which we're able to say it's the collective energy of us doing life together. Yeah. In which gospel clarity happens. Yeah. For a lost world that needs to needs to see a diverse grouping of people following a risen king. Yeah. That unites people while they're very different. Yeah. That's cool. I love the uh, the the story that you were telling about being in the band because when you think about life right um those conversations are are, are rehearsal time sure. we get to learn we get to rehearse we get to put that stuff into practice yeah. and then in life we actually get to you know re recite or like yeah. you know actually perform this sure. in sure. in a very authentic way right yeah. it's, it's perform something that we're passionate about through intimate time intimate conversation yeah. and so um yeah, man, this has been great. This has been great. So trust, you gotta you know know love and and you gotta pursue. Yeah. Those are those are the main things. And so um, the Bible talks about love being patient. That's right. Being patient and kind. That's right. And uh, that's what we have to we have to be. We have to embody that as we are seeking to earn trust and as we are seeking um, to trust others. You know, we have to be patient with other people because um, there are people who are in our lives right now who are in your lives who are trying to earn your trust sure. and you are being short-tempered with them. 
<laughs> you are being very, you know, uh, cold shoulderish uh, with them, cold and they are. Yeah, I just made that made up that word. That just <laughs> happened. Um, but man, like God is calling you to be be more patient and be more kind, and understand that even though they may have some some verbiage that is maybe triggering for you or just not preferred. Um, Man, God is still calling you to be patient and kind um, because they are navigating through a space of ignorance right now, um, much like you have in past times with other people and other relationships, and and as you will continue to do at times. Um, we're all going to have this space of, of ignorance that we have to navigate through um, as we're attempting to understand. Absolutely. And so just be patient, be kind, um, and yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's be mindful of this these steps that we need to take and that are very necessary and so um with that being said again if if you're tuning in um you've been tuning in this whole time thank you so much for staying with us uh uh this far and we really appreciate you please 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 hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell uh uh, put your comments in the comment section let us know what you think about this episode um and go catch all the other content that we've had out um we love you guys this is a resource um again we're we're talking to ourselves just as much as we're talking to you guys sure. uh, and so this is this is awesome to have these conversations yeah. with a good friend of mine's um a, a brother you know That's of right. mine's um and it's just been it's been awesome man yeah. it's been awesome so yeah share the video share the content you know be great Go live a multi-ethnic life. That's right. You know, um, and I, I know that sounds very, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Jovial? Is that it? Jovial? Jovial? Is that like fun? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. it See, is it. I'm learning. I've been hanging around him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice. uh, but anyway, I know that sounds, you know, uh, like I'm like I'm playing or whatever. But I'm really not. Like, it's really a thing. Like, go sure. go do it. Go go get outside of your bubble. Get outside of your box. And hey, be great, man. That's right. Be great. You got anything? Oh, man, that's it. All right. Bless you guys. See you next season. Deuces. Deuces. Mega Podcast.